Welcome! Episode 11, Old Men on the Mountain, podcast where young people tell stories that they might one day tell their kids. I'm Jim Hall, and with me, as always, is Craig Massey. That's me. I guess you'll introduce it, Jim. I guess I will. I, I'm a take-charge kind of guy. I'll be the one to introduce it this week. Yep. Congratulations. I'm not sure if we actually alternate it week to week. I do know that last week, every time I tried to end a segment, I got interrupted. <laughs> I was listening to it every time it happened. It was weird. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> it was, I don't remember it that. Happened. It yeah. just kept everybody like, hey, so well, let's take a break. No, well, wait a second. <laughs> it just kept happening. Well, you're trying to shut people up. You know. I know. I, I Yeah. Well, this is kind of a, I don't want to say it's a very special episode. But, it, we're, you know, we're, it's we're, a wicked special episode. It's a wicked fucking special episode mm-hmm. where we're going back to our roots a little bit. For mm-hmm. episode 11, we're going to do it just like episode 1. Maybe we could even make it every 10 we do something like this. I don't know. But we don't have a guest. I prefer steadfast rules with that. So right. I think we'll have to. Okay. And now that we've said it, it must be done. Mm-hmm. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> yes. Let it be known. Ha, 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 ha. But, yeah, no guest this week. But that's... I, I think that's okay. I think we can uh, maybe... I don't feel bad about it. No, no. You, gotta, you don't got to do a reset. And we had lots of fun in the previous week's one, but, you know, we, we went all over the place. Yeah, and let's not forget who the stars of the show are here. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's yep. Us. Yep. Jesus so, and, and Jesus, yeah. Speaking of that, I was... Um, speaking of Jesus... You know, is this a Facebook thing? Yeah, I, I was. I was. Bear in mind, this was like four thirty in the morning. I noticed. I was like, I was like, when I got into work, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll come on that later. It, well, it, I was just kind of drunk. I actually had a really fun night. I did the usual karaoke. Then some of my friends invited us over to their house to play rock band. So that that was fun. Anyway, so I got home really really late and I was pretty drunk. And I just saw this infomercial of this. I don't know, used car salesman-like preacher guy. It was one of those, like, faith healers, and they were selling their faith water. And there were people being like, thanks to this faith water, my arthritis is gone. It's like, uh, I just... It, I'm not even commenting on whether you believe in God or not. It's just that kind of stuff really pisses me off, because it's just, like, feeding off ignorant people and that are probably can't afford to be donating money to this guy anyway. It's just... I don't know. It just makes me mad. Yeah. That's tough. That's all. So I had a little... I had a couple of Facebook posts, and... I was pretty riled up, and a lot of people commented, or at least more than usual. Usually, I'm just ignored outright when I comment on stuff on Facebook. So, well, you know, they got it religious, you know, divisive. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain infomercials, people feel strongly about. Right. Well, no one felt strongly about the infomercial. Even yeah, like no, the religious just, friends that was, were like, that was my attention. "Yeah, yeah." Joke. Oh, sorry. And um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, how about you? How was your night last night? <laughs> oh, well, it was fine. <laughs> um, I watched. The third episode of The Pacific. Oh, nice. Um, How is that? I, I haven't seen it yet. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's kind of like Band of Brothers. Uh, beyond the, you know, beyond that, it's made by the same people as about World War Two. Right. I think Band of Brothers was much better watching it the second time around because you get to know the characters a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's what I watch it too. So I think the it, it, the the Pacific is very good. I've been watching it with Lucas and Sarah, and we got some Indian food, and it was really lovely. It was good. Now went, to, I, went outlet shopping earlier in the day. Oh, lovely! Yep, got a couple uh, Nautica uh, shirts. Ooh, mm-hmm. and then a Calvin Klein shirt. I should go to those outlet shops sometimes. I need more mm-hmm. clothes. Yep. Um, I, I actually saw the Pacific for like two seconds, and it looked like. It just seemed like I was watching a documentary. And did they do that? It was like they have bracketed the beginning? right in the beginning. It, it was not the beginning. Just, okay. just the beginning okay. of each episode. And then they, you know, how the Band of Brothers they had like the the dudes talking, but this one they had like actual footage and narrations. Tom Hanks doing the narration. Do they have dudes talking in this one too? Yeah. Or, okay. Yep. Well, because I was watching, me and Lauren were flipping around, and I just saw it. Like I didn't think this was supposed to be a documentary show. 
thought it was supposed to be a drama because it was just clearly like it was like watching like oh, no. it was like watching Discovery Channel. You know, if was, you want that, you should watch Ken Burns' The War. Okay, which I own on DVD. Of oh, course. great. Yeah. Also, if you want to watch The Civil War, I also own that. You own baseball. I don't own baseball. Oh, we own that. Oh, so well. Yeah. Neither of us own Ken Burns' The Nation's National Parks or whatever, but he made is that his most recent one or is yes. that? I don't. That didn't get too much fanfare. Uh, I think it was well done from what I saw. But I mean, it's I'm like sure it was. national He's, parks. Like, hmm. Yeah, how interesting is that? No one really got blown out, or there was no home runs. Yep, so. and no one was freed from enslavement. None of those things happened. The just forests were just free of destruction. God's damned bureaucracy. Yeah. A lot of red tape <laughs> just, in that. Just end. red tape. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Article B. <laughs> yeah. This park was very difficult to secure, <laughs> but the hiking trails are magnificent. <laughs> Look at this picture that we're zooming in on. It shows North Face of this particular clip. Okay, Google Map. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to pull a gym and say maybe we should take a break. Okay, that sounds good. Um, no, and- wait. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the point of the show, podcast, program, is that we tell stories, so that's what Jim's going to do. Yes, I'm going to tell a story that yeah, Craig was, is familiar with, because he was living with me at the time that this happened. So, but, so I figured maybe you could kind of paint it a little bit more as I go. Yeah, probably I'll add some shading in. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start with kind of just sort of setting the scene. This was in the summer in Boston. I believe it was the summer after junior year, and one of the things that's interesting about Boston, I, I like the fact that there's, the public transportation is awesome. You don't have to worry about driving anywhere, especially if you drink mm-hmm. as much as I do. And if you had to drive anywhere in Boston, it's hellish. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's the kind of city, that, for those of you that haven't been there, a lot of people really don't drive. I mean, it's like most yeah. people don't have cars. It's unusual. Mm-hmm. And it's really expensive to have a parking spot. I mean, there's a girl that we worked with. Her spot cost like $850 a month or something. It's like Dude, insane. It was like it's more insane. than an apartment would be. You know, like just to have a car to drive in a city that sucks to drive in. Like it, it, it's really confusing. Windy streets. Mm-hmm. One way. Yeah, a lot of one ways. But like it really doesn't make any sense. Like you can't just, you know, it's not like New York where you can follow a grid. And like you kind of, you know, even in LA mostly is like that. I mean, you kind of figure it out. Like if you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going north. Okay. Boston, does, that doesn't make any sense. The whole city's like a circle and with spokes coming off the hub. And it's just, mm-hmm. it, anyway. It's no good. The awesome thing about having the tea is that you don't have to worry about driving anywhere, and, it, and it's pretty extensive. You can kind of get anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. The T, the MBTA. Yes, that's what the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority. What? Get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, I had yes. a song called MBTA. <laughs> yes, get on the bus. We were the no money players. That was our <laughs> rap group. Yeah. They ain't got no money. <laughs> no money players. I like Thanksgiving Part Two. Yeah, Thanksgiving Part Two. So. You know, you can get anywhere you want to go. It's really extensive, which is cool. But the, the problem is when you go out drinking, the train stops running at 1230, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't even understand why they would do that. It, 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 it's like almost like there's some deal with the taxi cab union being like, hey, just so you know, cut this off at 1230. So we, everyone has to pay money to get home now mm-hmm. or yeah. walk an incredibly yeah, far I, I never away. really questioned it, but it is kind of. Not cool. But by that summer, they did invent the Night Owl, which was a mm-hmm. bus that would run late. It ran to like three in the morning or something, but really infrequently. But 
we caught the night owl a lot of times. Although we waited for that night owl a lot of times yeah. in the bitter cold. Nothing like standing outside for like 30 minutes and it's like 10 degrees and windy waiting for a bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when you Ugh. really appreciate just walking inside into an apartment. So mm-hmm. that's when people in L.A. really can't fully appreciate. Like, they're like, oh, it's raining. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, forgot my umbrella. I don't even own one. Uh, yeah. Why would I need one? Need <laughs> yeah, why? I'll just get my hair redone tomorrow. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. My dad owns the place anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I get it. I don't... I tip, but it's fine. <laughs> So, this one particular night, I was by myself in riding the night owl, and it was really, really late. I mean, it was probably, I got on the bus at like 2.30 or 2.45 in the morning, and pretty drunk. Anyway. As usual. As usual, yeah. Like, so, I get off the bus, as I normally do, and, now, and I started walking up the hill to our apartment, which, that, this hill was almost excruciating at first to walk up, because it was really long and pretty steep. Like, yeah. it, when it was icy, it was almost impossible to walk up some yeah, times, like, I fell down, like, trying to walk up the hill. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, the, the area neighborhood was called Mission Hill. Yeah, Mission Hill. Or Mission for the hill. Kill, as some people would call it. Although, right. it wasn't quite as dangerous at this time as it was in the past, I guess. I mean, at one point, Mission Hill, like, 20 years ago, was like, whoa. Yeah, well, that's not too far away from Dorchester. Right. And Roxbury. It's, like, right next to Roxbury. Mm-hmm. Roxbury Crossing. Yeah. Roxbury is a pretty, pretty dangerous part of town. But actually, I'd find out that our neighborhood was also dangerous on this night. Because as I was walking up the hill, I had my my little earbuds in for my, at the time, incredibly newfangled iPod. Mm-hmm. I actually remember being... It was four gigs. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was four gigs. I remember being blown away by it, though, the fact that it even existed. Like, I couldn't... Oh, yeah. Well, that like, was great. I, mean, I remember literally looking at it being like, I just can't believe this much music fits in here. Like, I didn't understand how it was possible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, walking up, listening to music, walking up the hill, it sucks. And all of a sudden, I can hear some footsteps coming up behind me. And, like, one of the people's going, something like that. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And I went to try to, like, step aside because they were, like, on the same sidewalk. But they didn't let me step aside. They each grabbed a shoulder and threw me down on my back. Mm-hmm. And then... Doesn't bode well No, it does not gym. bode well. And then one guy stomped on my chest... Pretty hard. Not enough to break a rib or anything, but enough to, like, tell got, me they got meant... Got your attention. Got, yeah, they meant business. And then they proceeded to mug me. Well, I guess, well, I guess they started mugging me when they threw me on, on the sidewalk, but... So, they took... So, like, mugging. Like, so, like, when you think, like, they proceeded to mug you, you mean, like, go through your pockets? Like, they didn't even, like, tell you? Like, like give me what you got? Like, they yeah, they just, started like, just going... They grabbed it from me. Like, huh. And Oof. it's weird because they they just took my wallet... And they actually really only took my cash and my credit cards. They didn't really actually take my whole wallet. And then, but they... That was they, nice of them. Right. And they didn't take my iPod. I'm not sure they knew what it was. And they didn't take my cell phone. So, like, which I was like, they basically only wanted my money. But unfortunately for them, I only had $20 in my pocket. Oh, so it was, like, totally not worth it. Well, I mean, I guess it's worth it to take money. But anyway, so... So, yeah, I, so maybe this is, like, their first time doing this or something? Like, it seems silly. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's kind of weird. And mind you, this it was like doubly weird or sucked because I was like fifty feet away from the front door of my apartment. Like I was mm-hmm. so close to home. Oh, I remember this. I watched yeah. this whole thing and I was just waving, <laughs> just waving, waving and laughing. Who are your friends? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. No, I wasn't. I was not looking on this happen. So I'm freaked out. I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck? It happened so fast. And I was like, and I sobered up real fast, and that happened. Like, I, so like, I had my well, wits puked. about. Well, they I puked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they stomped on my chest. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I. I 
flip open my phone and I just call 911. I was like, I guess, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll call 911. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, what's your emergency? It's like, um, I'm on Hillside Street and I just got mugged. And they're like, okay, what's your name? And like, some, we'll send someone over right now. And it's like, all right, great. So like, as I'm on the phone with the, the dispatcher or whatever, not more than 30 seconds passed, maybe a minute, but I did not even, I mean, it was like, if it was a minute, that's like over, that's over exaggerating. Cop car pulls up and he's like, are you Hall? But yeah. He's like, get in. We're looking for him. Wow. It's like, whoa. It's like, I couldn't even believe that. And so I was like, that would never happen in LA. No, never. They'd be like, I oh. called after I had a car accident and they're like, no, we don't come back for that. Yeah, that's all right. Is, it, is, that, is, is anybody, anybody dead? No. no they, yeah. Is anyone hurt? And then, like, is anyone drunk? Like, what if I was drunk and I called it in? Like, yeah. You know, you wouldn't, but I mean, yeah, and, me and you shouldn't either. drunk and drive at all. Ever. No, no, never. Um, but yeah, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have happened in no. LA. Well, this was like, they were, maybe they've been cracking down in the neighborhood or something. Or like, hey, I'm a white guy, so let's, <laughs> let's do something. But they, basically, know. they pulled up right away. I would hope not. I, I hope I that's hope, not what I it is. I don't like that profiling language, Jim. Well, I'm, I'm not doing the profiling. I'm, I'm just this bystander. But anyway, the Your cop... privilege <laughs> sickens me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there should be yeah. a third person here to go, yeah, I agree. You're like, hey, Craig, stop being such a jerk. Or we can go, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, like, the, the the cop says, like, you know, get in. We're looking for him. It's like, whoa, okay. So I get in the back seat, and we start cruising around, like, driving around the neighborhood, you know, like whipping around corners, whatever, and he's like, it's like, yeah, put on some Beastie Boys. It's what it seemed like. We should have been listening to Sabotage. We really should have been. So eventually, after driving around a while, I'm just talking to the cop and stuff. We go down the street, and I see a cop car pulled over, a spotlight on a kid running, and a cop tackling the kid at the oh, same wow. time. Like, I saw him tackle, like a different cop. So they had like three or four cars driving around looking for these guys. Wow. <laughs> it was like really crazy. Well, you are a VIP. Yeah, I guess so. You know, as a host at Uno's, you know, and a student at Emerson, like very important oh, yeah. person. Of course. Red Sox fan. Red Sox, yeah, number one. Mm-hmm. I like Tom Brady and the Patriots. I like the Boston Celtics, although at the time they were terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tackled the guy, and they they had found the other guy too, apparently. I didn't see that. And they basically had him dead to rights because they had the credit cards with my name on it in their pocket. You know, it's like, so it's like, oops. And the, the cop was basically like, hey, you know, here's your credit cards, but I can't really... I can't give you the money because we. I can't prove that you actually had twenty dollars in your pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, yeah, I, I guess you can't." But you know, like, I don't. Uh, sure. And at that point, I was just happy that they caught him. It was like kind of just exciting because really, I mean, even if I lost my credit cards, you just cancel them. It's like not like you know, yeah. it's really not a big deal. I don't know why you even steal someone's credit card. Not in that. I mean, I could see if you were like evil enough to take it out of somebody's wallet and they didn't know mm-hmm. and then use it to buy stuff really quick. But, like, you don't mug somebody and take their cards. Like, what are you going to do with them? It's like, I'm going to cancel them immediately. Like, why, why would you? Yeah. What's the point? These are the worst identity thieves I've ever yeah, heard. Even of. if you tried to use it, it'd be flagged. Like, it's like, it's... anyway. So I get home, and the cop's like, wow, that was really cool. We don't usually catch them, but that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, that was awesome. Like, thank you. And I kind of did some small talk. And I had to fill out a little police report and whatever. But it didn't take long. I didn't have to go to the station or anything. They just dropped me off at home. And I think you were awake when I got home. I was all, I remember being all, like, pissed off. I was, like, happy they caught him. I was still, like, pissed off. Yeah, I was probably smoking butts on the porch. No, probably. I'm sure I smoked a bunch, too, at that point. I was stressed out beyond belief because of that. And uh, at the time... And you were addicted to cigarettes. I was very addicted to cigarettes at the time. And 
as we've, I think we've covered the, used to be a smoker. I quit like more than two years ago now, but mm-hmm. yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. You've also quit a long time ago. Now. Yeah. Ne- next week it'll be a year. All right. Excellent. Come on show. Come on show. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks pass and I get a letter in the mail saying that like these, with the two guys names who mugged me saying how like they're going to juvenile detention center and there's a restraining order against them or, you know, on them against me. I don't know how you word that, but the kids juvie. Yeah, they're going to juvie. Ugh. But it was literally. I was thinking like it was like it was a weird vindication because I was like, wow, like I, these guys are going to go to jail for like, I think it was like six months, all for a matter of twenty dollars that they didn't even get to spend. No. It's like, I mean, talk about the I literal crime doesn't for pay. A second, but yeah, that crime definitely didn't. Yeah, it's just. It's stupid. It just sucks to be in that position where you feel like you have to do it. Right. And, and they're young. They're young, people. too. They were like 15 and 16 years old. Yeah. And they're bigger than me, obviously. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Well, you what, you're like four foot two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Four foot two, I weigh about 115, soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. I know karate. <laughs> I used to do it. I was a purple belt. Well, Jim, I doubt that. Because if you actually did know karate, you would have called it karate. Oh, karate. <laughs> you're right. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, so... I would like to think that that was the, the final time I ever got mugged, but I got mugged again, like, three months later. Mm-hmm. And this one sucked twice as much, though. And this one doesn't have a happy ending. But I was oh, in, no. I was actually in the aforementioned Roxbury alone, which was dumb, like, to begin with. I was going to a Halloween party, and it was, was like... It Halloween? What? Didn't we have a Halloween party at that Yeah, house? but it was a different Halloween. It was, like, on, like, the Friday before. Oh, okay. Or the, it was something... It, we had a party that year as well. It was an awesome party. Um... But this was a different party. Oh, yeah. It was actually a girl that I liked at the time. So I wanted to go to the party. These girls. I know. Ugh. I don't know why the hell she was living in Roxbury. It's like a pre- it was a pretty rough part of the area, too. Anyway, I was walking down the street. Same deal. Two guys walk up behind me, like, getting faster. But this time, they both grabbed one of my arms, and they said, if you, if you don't want to get shot, come with us. It's like, oh. I, I never saw a gun. So I don't know, you know, it's like if they really had one, but they, they pulled me into a side alley. It was like out of a movie, went through all my stuff, took my wallet and my my iPod and my phone, took my school bag, threw it over a fence, and then they 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 thought about trying to, they debated trying to drag me to an ATM to get me to take out money, and I I kind of talked my way out of it a little bit. I'm like, come on, guys, you don't want to do that. Come on, and I was like trying to back up into the street and stuff, trying to like. Slow him down. Yeah, it's like, terrifying. Yeah, and then eventually, like, the friend was like, no, dude, let's just go, let's just go. And, like, they kind of got freaked out and took off. And literally, then I, w- I walked out into the street, and there were two people that had been, like, 50 feet behind me. And, like, they didn't, they kind of saw what happened, but they didn't really know. They're like, whoa, did you just get mugged? Like, it was like, and they were going to the same party. Oh, man. And I was like, ah, oh. so, like, they let me use their phone, and I called the cops. This time, there was no chase. <laughs> and they did not find the guys. I didn't even go to the party. I literally just went home. Uh, and, like, I remember I telling my, and then telling the girl... And it was Haley. I was like, she's like, oh, what happened to the party? I'm like, I got mugged. And she's like, well, like, you, you didn't come. I'm like, I just didn't really feel like partying at that point. Like, I was just kind of like, no, I'm just going to go home now and be angry. That's depressing. Kind of yell out, get drunk, and smoke more cigarettes again. Yeah, no, I, I do remember when you came back that, that second. I think time. I threw a chair on yeah, the back yeah, patio. Yeah, threw, I yeah, might I have threw a chair in the kitchen, and like me and Molly yeah. were hanging out, and we're like, oh, no, like, <laughs> he's really pissed. There might have been some racial slurs when he thrown around. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know. think you would have done I was that fired chair. up. I was fired up. And I, it didn't mean them, but I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not even sure. I, I was like, 
like as, as your brother said before, it's like seeing red. I was like so mad. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I think we were about, geez, like three months away from moving to LA. And I was like, I can't leave this city any sooner. I am just ready to go. These happened within like three months of each other. I don't too. think, I think it was probably even sooner. I mean, like yeah, two months. Semester. Yeah. It was the end of, end of October. Yeah. So yeah, two months and we were out of there. And I was like, at that point, I mean, I was like, I don't, I hate this city. I just want to get the hell out of here. I, I hope LA is cool. I don't know. But, you know, I, since then, I mean, I, I miss Boston. I do like it. I, I've gotten over it. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things. It was weird. Like, well, so the thing is about L.A., it's like nothing bad ever yeah, happens so here, you know? Sad. Like, we were right to move here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no gang activity at all. No one. Oh. I've never heard gunshots in my neighborhood. Oh. oh. No, they just have the helicopters. They're just looking yeah, out. They're just so looking around. around something. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's why they have those helicopters. Yeah, exactly. Looking for dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, the only thing, this is the one thing that they don't tell you about. And this is going to sound so cheesy, but, you know, it's like the money and stuff they took really didn't matter. You know, it's like, and I replaced the phone. It was actually, it wasn't that bad, but it's like, you can't put a price on you really losing your feeling of safety. Mm-hmm. Like for years, even like walking around in Burbank by myself at night, I kept getting that feeling, oh, something behind me. I kept like, and it finally went away. I mean, I definitely got over it, but it's like, you, it's hard to explain this feeling of like, I just didn't feel safe legitimately for years after that. Like mm-hmm. I felt like. At any moment, someone's going to grab me and try to take my stuff or hurt me because it happened to me twice in three months. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, I can see that. I was I got over it fairly quickly, but in my apartment when we had that break in mm. in Boston, where like they you know just bashed in the front door and yeah, it was know. upstairs. Luckily, people were home when it happened. In my house? Oh, oh, I meant I meant my. I thought. Oh you yeah, because you apartment. had that break yeah. in too. Yeah, no, 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 no one was home in this one. My my. Uh, my, my new laptop computer, two weeks old. Mm. The laptop bandit. The laptop bandit. That should be a separate story because there's a lot of weird conspiracy theories and yeah, I don't know if I ever want to get into them. Yeah, maybe not. We don't have to say any names, but you, well, whatever. It's up to you. But I don't it, think I would. It was a weird era. Yeah, there was there was some laptops stolen. Yes, <laughs> that's all that it's all that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Laptops are expensive. And I just happened to end up with a few extra thousand dollars <laughs> in my bank. Account. So oh oh oh. Yeah, we actually did have one quick little aside. My apartment got broken into as well. We were at a two-story apartment, the same apartment that I got mugged in front of, and uh, someone was home when someone tried to break in upstairs, and they did break in to kick the door in, but people were home, and they're like, hello, and then they heard them run away, because mm-hmm. they got scared, and then I was home alone one time, and I heard somebody, I thought I heard somebody walking around upstairs. Mm-hmm. But luckily, you had set up those paint cans on streets. Right, yeah, exactly, and put the marbles out on the floor. Oh, yeah, that blowtorch yeah. in the back door. <laughs> yeah. That would kill somebody or horribly mean them. Yes. Um, that's what happened. That's why Joe Pesci looks Yeah, like that's what happened to him. So I, I actually, I, I had bought a katana when I was in Europe. A katana is a Japanese sword. A Japanese sword that I bought in Spain. Fighting sword. A samurai sword. A, a samurai. In España. And uh, I actually went upstairs with a flashlight and a sword. So if anybody was up there, perhaps I could do something. And... There was nobody there, and the prevailing theory is a lot of people thought our apartment was haunted, and I think that was one of my more ghostly experiences, because I definitely heard somebody walk across. I could hear it. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, like, I know what it sounds like when people are upstairs, you know, so I was like, holy shit, somebody's upstairs right now. Like, I gotta check this out. You know, it's like, I just gotta know, you know, and I looked around, and, you know, there was nobody hiding anywhere, but that was kind of scary, because it's like, I don't know what I would have done if I actually found somebody up there. When I stabbed them, it's like, what, what the hell would you do? Oh, so like, I heard on the news someone recently, they... they the only weapon they had was a... Oh, I read about that. Or, yeah, it was a college and, kid. And then, he killed the guy. Yeah, he, like, cut off one of his arms, like, decapitated <laughs> the dude. Like, you're swinging one of those things in the dark, you know? Yeah. Shit's... People gonna get hurt. 
You know, and I, and I think this one thing, I know like our system is kind of weird, but I don't think that kid would end up going to jail. I think it's kind of like, well. I think it's self-defense. Yeah, it's self-defense. It's like, what are you going to do? It's your house, private property. Yeah. You're like, hey, I have a weapon. And they, yeah, they the guy lunged gun. after him. Yeah. I think he just sliced his stomach. I mean, he just, but it's like, it's pretty gross. Well, yeah, I think we were talking about swords, you know, like six months ago. Maybe I was talking with Tom or maybe maybe Eric. We came up with the the uh, the philosophy, if you will, or a little, okay. little you know lesson would be like if uh, you know if if you know a dude who has one sword, make sure he's always on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if a dude has multiple swords, just don't hang out. Don't with hang him, out with him. Yeah. Luckily, I only have one sword. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, you can keep it like that. I don't need a collection, but for some reason, I always wanted a sword. I can't even tell you why. I just always wanted one. And you fell asleep to that watch, walking, watching that uh, knife show or something in high school, remember? Yeah, I used to think it was funny. Yeah, the guy's like, like, like this Ginsu sword or whatever. Yeah, well, the guy, it was, it was Sean Leffler and <laughs> Tom O'Dell were the two guys. <laughs> and actually, Leffler is one of the guys that's been on Fail Blog, like one of the classics, when he was like hitting a sword against the table and it breaks off and stabs him in the stomach. Ugh. I mean, you don't really see it, but it was uh, literally the way he's like, like, look, and this is virtually indestructible. Bam, bam, then it breaks like, ah, look, that got me. Uh, we're going to have to call the ambulance. That got me. And then Odell's like, well, okay, well, they're obviously sharp. Call 911. <laughs> oh, wow. It's amazing. And the guy was fine. I mean, I think it just went in like a half inch and cut him, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's scary. <laughs> you know. Oh, so, yeah. Obviously. I used to love the Knife Collector's show. Yeah, this, uh. That's where I got the term tactical folder. <laughs> Me and Josh yeah. went to go buy our buck knives. Now this booey knife. That's <laughs> now you get and it'd be the kind of deals where like for only like for only ninety nine ninety five you get like thirty five knives. <laughs> this whole like array. I think it was designed for oh, people. Who to, are you, John Locke? How yeah, it's ridiculous. This many knives. I'm pretty sure it was designed for people to go to flea markets and sell them. I think that's and mm-hmm. I think you would honestly like if you buy. You spend a hundred bucks on like thirty-five knives, but you sell each one for like five or ten dollars. Like mm-hmm. you could actually make some money doing it. But mm-hmm. I think that's it. I, I, I can't. Who the hell would need? I mean, and they'd be like these swords. Like, look at this this die show, which is three different sizes of katanas, and it comes with all these other knives and stuff. It's like who the hell needs nine swords in one deal for three hundred fifty dollars? It's just stupid. Ridiculous. That's why I liked it. I thought it was really funny. I used to like. It was like listening to the rain at night, trying to sleep. It just—I I loved it. Yeah, oh yeah, certainly they had those things you listen to. And... I even wrote a—I wrote a, a screenplay in school about it. Oh yeah, a short one, right? Yeah, I wrote Act yeah, One, the first act. Yeah, then it kind of went off the rails. I didn't know where to go with it. I mean, it kind of basically is like the guy was like the greatest infomercial guy, or not infomercial, but like QVC guy of all time. And then he gets fired, mm-hmm. and then he goes—he has to start over again in flea market selling like. It sounds like some yeah. Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, it, you know, it really, it, it probably could have been. It, really, it would be a perfect movie for him at the time. But I don't think he was really a big star yet. He was only an SNL guy, I think, when I was really met. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, that's the end of that. That, well, that was kind of, it was kind of just a, a sad time for me in Boston. I, mm-hmm. Well, we can dissect it, you know, at the end of the program. Yeah. And uh, see what uh, rights and wrongs and the ins and outs of what we could do to prevent Things like that from happening again to other people. I agree. Okay. Well, right now, uh, I'm just going to crack open another one, as we like to say. Yeah, let's... Uh, as we take a little break. A nice cold one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. High life. Oh, yeah. Living the good life. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. You know, like on the shield? All right, I'm turning it <laughs> off. Yeah! <laughs>
It's time for my esteemed colleague, Mr. Craig Lawrence Massey, to tell a story in my worst impression of Claudette from The Shield. Craig Massey! Massey! You don't have the nasal twang that I Not quite. Vic Massey! Vic! Alright, anyway. Um, Okay, I will tell a story uh, about... I don't know, well, I don't have to sum it up now, I'll just begin. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's make it a surprise. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's the I journey. Won't, really. I won't give away the end before I even start the beginning. That's a, and I don't like rules, but I think that's a good guideline. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to I'm going to try to heed to that. Um, so this story takes place. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school. It was uh, around my fr- time I had my first job at Toys R Us. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and I'd been there maybe like five or six months. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of expenses, like, sophomore year in high school. Like, where are you going to buy, like, gas? When in the, back then it cost, like, 88 cents a gallon in New Hampshire. Yeah, actually, I remember, I was driving my Ford Bronco at the time. It only got about 10 miles a gallon, but gas was, there was one time I remember it being 89 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's you, just, at U.S. Gas on oh, 28. God, it's ridiculous. How the times have changed. We spent a lot of money on crappy food, like McDonald's and, like, going to, like, Blake's and stuff. Oh, yeah, Blake's, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like, you know, not spending, like, a mortgage worth for rent. Right, you do right, now, yeah. You know, yeah. or even having to pay really, for, like, if you didn't have to go out to eat, and we could still have food that our parents were paying for at the time. Yeah, it was all, yeah. it was literally all expendable income. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had saved up a little bit so I could buy a PlayStation 1. Mm. And uh, and I was really excited, you know, got, got, I didn't actually get a discount at Toys R Us, but, uh, you know, I, I did save up my money there, and that's where, you know. I'm surprised they wouldn't give you a discount. That nope. seems kind of crazy. No, the only thing we could do is get merchandise like before they would put it out. So if it's something that people wanted that was a big seller, like you know, Tickle Me Elmo or like a yeah, you, you could know, get Wii one or something like they could get one. Um, but I wasn't, you know, they they always had PlayStation ones, right, so right. it's fine. So, but I really I bought that system specifically to play uh, Resident Evil One. It's a pretty good game. Although I got freaked out by that game, I borrowed it from you, and I think I got an hour into it and quit. <laughs> I couldn't play it anymore. Oh, it was a it was a freaky game, and I was like all into it. I used to play like, Alone in the Dark on the computer uh, many years before that, and you know, I was yeah. like I was really excited. You know, I feel like I don't want to stop you here, but I, like I feel like a lot of people forget Alone in the Dark because that game Resident Evil could not exist without Alone in the Dark. It's like almost the same thing. Or Alone in the Dark too. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? Like, the fixed camera, walking around, like, it's mm-hmm. very much the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, to find that sort of, or be, sort of began yeah. Survival that Survival horror. Yeah. It was really fun. It was a fun game. Yeah. Crazy zombies, old-timey graphics and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But at the or time, not, really not, advanced. Not, not old-timey graphics, an old-timey tone that t- took place in, like, the 20s or something, yeah. like, in an old house. Well, that was one of the first 3D games, too, right? I mean, wasn't that... Yeah, it was all pixel. I mean, it looked like, like crap. Like, oh, Polygon. Like oh, yeah, polygons. Yeah. They were. Yeah. I remember yet. Well, they still use polygons to this day, Craig, except they're just very, very small now. Oh. So is that like in an LCD? Is that like it's the mirrors? Is that what you're talking about? Perhaps. All right. I'm not a computer whiz. Mm. Well, if you want people who know about that, go to the Nerdist podcast. Oh, yes. It's a good one. With uh, Chris Hardwick. Very good. Well, I just heard something where like, I I was going to get God of War 3 or PlayStation 3. And they said that the main character is made out of 20,000 polygons. That's why it looks so good. Oh, God. Whereas, like, I bet in Alone in the Dark, they were made of, like, 20 polygons. Like, it was totally... You know, anyway. how, you know how polygons are made? No. Through nerd tears. Ooh. Yeah. It's a physical thing. It, well, it, well, you have to freeze them, though. Yeah, well, it's a process. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so back to, uh, yes, back to Resident Evil. Um, I uh, bought the system, you know, finally got enough money, and then I had a, uh, I bought the, I think I bought the system like on a Friday and then uh, night and I played a little bit of it and then I had a shift the next day. I was like working the registers, you know, I had like my smock on and like all the parents coming in buying kids shit and, you know, it was a pretty horrible job. You know. It's got to be a tough place to work because there'd be a lot of screaming kids. Yeah. And like, you just learn to tune it out. Is that where you came up with the name Anthony is the best name to uh, have a kid to yell at? I'm like, Anthony! I don't know. <laughs> I think is that where I could have, maybe, I, I don't know if I did, but I know there was plenty of times where p- parents were yelling Anthony. It just, right, like, it just seems like that kind of name. Yeah. Um, in case you guys didn't know, yeah, Anthony is the best name to name your kid if you want to yell at him a lot. <laughs> if, you, if you want an annoying yeah, brat, name like, him Anthony. If you want to yell out your front door, like, down the street to the to the neighborhood, like, do you want Anthony, like, like Anthony, <laughs> you'll get back here, Anthony. You're in big trouble. <laughs> so, you shouldn't name your kid Anthony. That's really what I'm saying. I, yeah. I mean, Tony's all right. Yeah. But, yeah, but Anthony, yeah. No. But, but uh, yeah, so I bought the I bought the system and I went in for the, my next uh, shift and I was looking forward to getting back home to playing it and uh, I you know came in like uh, as I was walking in I had this big cough it was like one of those coughs where you got uh, it's like a sort of hurt and really ex- unexpected it's like mm. it was like some sort of something in your throat I was like hmm it, that's like it wasn't just something in my throat I feel like I'm getting sick. Yeah, uh-oh. So I, you know, eventually, you know, signed in, you know, got on my register, and after, like, an hour, I was, like, starting to feel really sluggish, and, and uh, you know, the day went on and on, and, like, it got to my lunch break, and I was, like, like really, like, feeling really, really sick, like, like a beginning of a flu. It got really tired. <sighs> so I, uh, and I didn't, I don't know, like, not that I had work ethic, I just was a stupid person. I didn't know if I should just leave or, like, you know, I couldn't call in sick. I was already in. You know? Right, right. So I right. went and took my lunch yeah, break. Yeah, how does that work? I don't yeah, know. I know. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, so I went and took my lunch break. I just passed out in the break room. And, uh, you know, so one of my friends came in and they looked at me and they're like, oh, my God. Like, you should just go. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I'm like, I, sh- I think I should just, like, finish out this shit. So, like, like you know, stop. I don't know what's happening, yeah, but I do know that Toys R Us needs me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my sick brain at that point. So I came... Back up, and I was uh, finished trying to finish out the shift. Like I ended up like leaning on, on like the register and just like not knowing what the hell was going on. Like beeping people in, and like you know, I probably like overcharged or undercharged. Like I don't know what the hell happened. Like yeah, people got you know. They, I bet a bunch of people ended up getting free toys that I didn't you know scan in because I was just like, losing strength throughout the day. And then it was maybe an hour before the end of my shift. My friend uh, Shane came in. Always a good guy, Shane. He ate. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he's the guy who ate Big Macs in a funny way. Yeah, which yeah. I don't know how With to three explain fingers. this. Yeah. Maybe we could take a picture holding something and put it on of like how he held it because he held it in between his his he'd have his middle and ring finger on the bottom, then his index and pinky finger on top of the burger. Yeah, now hold your it hand really like that messy. and picture those burgers are messy anyway. Yeah, but this was a this was an ill advised like bad bad way to, to eat that. It burger. was weird. I, I I saw him eat one one time and it was like. I remember we talked about it for like an hour after. Like, after you're like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were particularly uh, disturbed by it. I kind of let it go, but you, yeah, uh, right. you're still even talking to I'm, this I'm day. Still, yeah, really. It's upset. like over ten years later. I'm still like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Ten years. God, it's like. Well, oh, yeah, years. over ten. Yeah, it was twelve, thirteen years. Um. 
So anyway, Shane came in. He saw how bad I looked. It must have looked like a walking corpse. Because mm. I had also, I was really skinny at that time. Like, I just lost a bunch of weight, and I was, like, equalizing. Yes, um, I remember this. And uh, so he looked at me, and, and, like, he was just, you know, he got in maybe, like, an hour early. He was going to have, like, some, you know, dinner before he started his late shift. And uh, he looked at me, and he was like, no, like, okay, I, you, you can't be here right now. You shouldn't yeah. be here. He talked to the manager, and he was like, can I just take over for Craig? And the manager was like, no. Like, because, like, what? These, like, asshole, like, retail people don't know what the hell's going on, and they don't, like, they don't like anything out of the ordinary, and they wouldn't know how to process things out of the ordinary. Right. Like, you know, it's like, like an asshole working in, you know, at Toys R Us, like, you know, it's not like, like, you know, you're a certain age and, like, certain people who are managers or something it's not a bad thing to do that in a retail thing but certain people yeah. are there for a reason and they'll never get beyond that and they're yes. really assholes yeah and they get they get drunk on the moderate amount of power yeah yeah that's just like their goal is to ultimately get up to manager yeah, it's all horrible so yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. no he's like you should finish out his shift like like you've got enough overtime or whatever and then like they were like looking at me and i'm like whatever like i had no idea yeah. what the hell was going on so i finished out the shift I got back home, and of course, I didn't like pass out. When I you didn't go home. to sleep. Or... No, no, I wanted to play that <laughs> yeah. that Resident Evil game. You know? That's why I didn't let you go. Like he just bought a PlayStation <laughs> yeah, yesterday. He's faking the shit. Yeah, I was like, like he should get a goddamn Oscar for this. Yeah. But I'm still not buying it. <laughs> yeah. You had me fooled, but finished the shit. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, so I got home, maybe played that for like you know twenty minutes. Before I couldn't handle it. I mean, I probably even passed out, like, with yeah. the, like you know, the, the, the controller, like, on it's my exhaustion. lap on my bed. And that ended up leading to probably 18 to 24 hours of waking <laughs> dreams of me thinking that I was in a haunted house. Oh, my God. Fighting off zombies. It was, like, fever dreams. Oh. Like, no, like, and I would wake up with, a, like, a sweat, and I would, still wouldn't even know where I was. It's like, that's what, like, you know, I was probably awake in my bedroom. But then it was, like... That doesn't mean there's still not zombies. Just because yeah. I'm in a room I recognize doesn't mean there's not zombies in that room that I have to kill. That's the weirdest feeling in the world. Every time I've ever taken NyQuil, it happens to me. Like mm-hmm. these waking nightmares that I can't tell what's real. No. I can't do it. It, it interacts with me wrong. Yeah. Well, that's like when I uh, tried to quit when I, back in college. I tried to quit smoking and you put on the patch. Oh, yeah. And that shit can uh, bad dreams. So you then know, I smoked for another you know, yeah, seven or eight years. Whatever. Well, I think it works as like this weird <laughs> stimulant. I think it keeps you, like, I've had really weird n- dreams if I drink a cup of coffee but then take a nap anyway. Like, so it kind of, it's like, you have the weirdest dreams because it's like, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you can't really sleep. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was But it was I hate that up, stuff. I, I hate it. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was no good. Um, but I ended up, uh, I think, I ended up waking up um, not feeling any better. And I went and, you know, uh, I think I, you know, puked. You know, they mm-hmm. then walked to bed, and then um, and then I think I was just sleeping for you know the next two days. I don't really remember too much of it. There was some waking dream stuff, and there was one where I ran outside of my room, just in my boxer shorts, just like ran out into the kitchen, and I hid behind this doorway, and my mom was in there. <laughs> she had since called in work saying like, "No, Craig is not going to make it into right, work, right. or like not going to get into school." I was like kind of cowering in there, like shivering. And then I opened up the door, like from behind it, and I went, Mom, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then I ran into the living room. I was like, I thought I was pregnant. But, uh, and I oh, jumped. so you remember this. You I, I thought this you was a, this. I thought this was a, a, a dream that I was having. Like, oh, right. Like, that's like the, the fever dreams I thought were real. This one, like, that was it wasn't real. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. crazy because I was also 
for geometry class at the time, I was reading flatly. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me about yeah. this. Yeah. So I thought I was not only pregnant, I was a pre- pregnant <laughs> triangle. <laughs> I was out of my gourd. Um, so I, I thought I was a pregnant triangle, told this to my mom, then sprinted into the living room using, I guess, my last ounce of energy, jumped over the couch, rolled over down like in front of it, then ran back into my bedroom and I think passed out for like another day. Wow. And then I, uh, no, I got, you know, eventually got better and, uh, I was just talking to my mom about it and she was like, um, and that's when I found out that I actually did it. That was real life. She was like, you were in out here, said you were pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that, Wait, was that happened? I did that? <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, so that was, you know, the, I, one story from Toys R Us and, uh, of getting sick and, and, uh, and not really dealing with it in a, any special, uh. Brave way, you know, just kind of really, really milking it for all the awkward moments I can get from it. Well, that's, uh, I don't want to, I hope I'm not jinxing myself. I'm going to knock on wood right here. Um, I, I, I haven't been that sick in a really long time. Like, I, I was thinking about this as you were telling it. Like, I think the last time I was even like truly horribly sick was when I had mono in high school. You know, it's like the last time I was like, wow, like I'm like down for the count. I think I've had like one sick day since I've lived in LA. Oh, man. And, you know, and the only time I really memorably sick is food poisoning, which doesn't even count. You know, it's like the same kind of thing, but it wasn't like a virus. Like, I just... I hate to say it, Jim, and I hope it doesn't happen, but it seems like you're due. I am due. It's like, I rarely get really sick like that. Like, the last time I remember I was really sick, um, beyond, like, just exhaustion or, like, allergies. Like, that usually happens when I move. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was back in Boston. Actually, you know, waiting for the tea. I remember, like, I had the flu. It was, like, right before we moved here. It was a big snowstorm. And I had to um, write a sitcom script, finish that, and then bring it into school. And I like there was like no trains. Like I eventually didn't get it in. Like no one got it in on time. Yeah. And then a couple months later, I uh, read the script that I had written while really sick and like probably yeah, you know, yeah, going yeah. out of my mind again. I didn't remember writing it or half the stuff that was in it, but it was hilarious. It was really good. <laughs> and I got an A on it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean that that goes to show why. Uh... I bet there's a lot of artists that like to, to, to use drugs when they do stuff because it kind of makes you – they might not even remember writing it. You know, mm-hmm. but like tapped in – I mean, it's not like – you yeah. even though you don't remember writing it, you did. It did come from you, but even though maybe it couldn't have existed had you been not sick, yeah. which is weird yeah. to think about. But yeah. You need some special inspiration and hopefully a good editor. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, eventually. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was uh, – yeah, that's my story for the week. I did write about a little bit on before, but I figured I'd wait a, a little while before people read the, my little Tumblr blog. Well, it's a companion piece. Yeah, no one, no one reads that shit anyway. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's that. Well, that was that was good. I, I actually remember that. I, I remember the the Resident Evil thing more than anything. Like I knew where you were going with this as soon as you said you were buying it. Mm-hmm. But like I remember you 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 were talking about you were so freaked out. You're like Jim. Like I legitimately thought. I was in Resident Evil for like twelve hours. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'd wake up and still be in the game. Then I'd be asleep and I'd be in the game. <laughs> it was a living nightmare. Did you ever actually beat the game? Did you um, finish it? I no. I got stuck on a part with like various keys, and then I think yeah. I just bought another game. Or... Well, a lot of those games, those puzzles, quote unquote, were just so random and impossible to figure out. Mm-hmm. It was just, and this is before having a bunch of websites that give you a walkthrough of the game and what to do. It's like some of those games I just quit on. So it's like, well. Yeah, lost. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you want to go play a Goldeneye again? That game's always fun. Man, we played the hell out of that game. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to think how much time we wasted 
playing that game. And I was actually listening to some, uh, it was a video game podcast, and it's called Game Scoop, and they're saying, like, they tried playing GoldenEye again. They're like, it's almost unplayable. Yeah. Compared to, like, standards of today, they're like, you wouldn't even believe. It's like the frame rate, it's like 15 frames a second. It looks really choppy. Mm-hmm. The controls are weird. How people got so good at it? I don't know. I guess you get relatively good at what the right. game is. Yeah. So, like, well, like, even it's like, you know how now you use the right analog stick to look around, generally? Mm-hmm. You had to do that with those yellow buttons. Like, think oh, about yeah. that. How crazy is that? Yeah, like, I remember, I remember uh, perfecting the strafe, which you yeah. never <laughs> I never got good at. And then you would get real pissed. Yeah. I totally kicked his ass with the strafe. Yes, you did. You were better than me at GoldenEye. But my, my excuse always to was on the competitive balance was that I didn't own it. But mm-hmm. I probably played it almost as much as you did because we played it a lot. Although I never played the single player game ever, I never no. beat a level in it. I just played single player is different than the multiplayer. You go for the the split screen with four screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're actually talking about that on a podcast too. Like they need to bring that back in games. Not a lot of games do the split screen stuff anymore. But they're like now with like big TVs that are widescreen, it's like perfect for it. Mm-hmm. And people just get playing online, I suppose. I guess, but I mean, it'd be fun to have a game again. Like look, I mean, looking at your TV. Games, imagine yeah. that split four ways. I mean, that would. It would be, it, each screen would be as big as the screen we originally played the game on. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, that's legit, yeah. It's weird. Craig has a very a very large television set to compensate for his very small penis. That's why he has it. How do you know that? I mean, wait, no. no. <laughs> it's only 46 inches. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very sensible television. I like it. The Samsung. It's a brand I know and trust. It's a, it's a yeah. sovereign. Okay, well. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> Bye. We'll come back. I think. I can't believe you told him about my deck. Sorry. And now it's time for lessons. Yes, what did lessons we learn? learned. Well, I, I guess in, in my case, I learned that it's not it's not a good idea to walk around drunk in a in a sketchy neighborhood by yourself. That probably is, is, a, is nope. a, something to be frowned upon. Yep. And in the moment, it's always best to not try to fight back because in it's the true. end, you what you you lose your phone, like it's a or you know a little bit of money. Um, you know, you have to cancel your credit cards. You might lose an iPod, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I I definitely had like. Like, uh, I don't know, fantasy is the word, but I guess, like, like fantasy is about, like, oh, man, what if I had a gun and I like, drew it on them? And it's like, but no, it's like, that wouldn't have been good. That would have made it worse. What, is this the old West? No, you know what I mean, though? It's like, oh, man, I wish I had bigger would have kicked his ass and, like, that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, maybe I could have, but is it worth getting stabbed over a matter of $20? And, you know, it's like, no, hell no. it's not. You know, it's stupid. It, you know, ultimately, I don't even remember that money. You know, it's like, it's just whatever. You know, various MP3 players and cell phones are delightfully cheap. Yeah, they, they come and go. I'd be mad if someone stole my iPhone. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, I don't want to risk getting hurt or getting my ass kicked or worse over it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just stupid. Yep. That's why you got to carry a BlackBerry like me. No one, no no one, one wants, wants that. that <laughs> no, why would they want that? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Text-based internet? <laughs> Why would, why would I want that? <laughs> is that what that is? Is that the difference? Um, well, you don't really... Do you see pictures and stuff? I mean, it's most... Sometimes there's pictures. It's formatted differently. It looks old. It looks almost like you're looking at, like, uh... Like, when you click on a website, that like, you click, like, I, I want the non-HTML version. <laughs> or, like, or, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, like, or the HTML, no flash. Like, it looks kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like AOL. Yeah. Whereas the iPhone, it just looks like you're on Safari. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of... That's, that's really the only real difference with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it's faster and cooler and you can touch it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, it's probably faster just because it's newer, but I mean, I, I've always been told the BlackBerry is more of the business tool, or the iPhone is more of the, the, the dicking around. 
version of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Jim already has an iPhone, but I don't. And if someone who works for Mac wants to send some anybody at Old Man <laughs> yeah. on the Mountain an iPhone who doesn't already have one, I would gladly talk about it next yeah. time. And just send, yeah, just send an email at Old Men. Yeah, care of old men on the mountain yeah. uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jimmy. No, it's fine. Well, what do we learn about from you? We learned that you should just, uh, if you're sick, you should not be playing a survival horror game beforehand. Is that no, you, sh- yeah, you shouldn't do that. You should, uh, well, I mean, to begin with, if you're sick, you should leave work, especially with yeah. the swine flu around. Yes, that swine flu. Is that is that done now? Are we out of flu season? Is that is there any reason to even get the flu shot anymore? I never got one. I don't know. I, I don't even not believe one. in it, but I've never... Oh, I got one once, and it I mean, whatever. But like I said, I never get sick anymore. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's you got it coming. So next time you get sick, you're probably going to get swine and mm. avian flu, bird flu. Perhaps, oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot yep. about the bird flu. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, Ebola. <laughs> Mul- uh, the... Uh, what was it? The... Uh, ah, can't think of another, another... I remember there was the Norwalk virus that was in Boston. I remember that one. And a bunch of people we worked with got really sick with it. We were all afraid mm-hmm. that we were going to get sick. That was one of the few times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this. Because, you know, it was, like, was, and it was like five different people that we worked with all got it. And they were, like, sick as a dog for, like, two or three days. Like, really bad. Like, it was not fun. Yeah. I was, was going to say syphilis. And then oh. I was like, eh, yeah, that's yeah. an easy joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 You know, herpes. <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, either way, all those diseases are coming to you, Jimmy. Oh, well, that's not good. Well, even even last week or two weeks ago, I started getting sick on St. Patrick's Day, like a little I could feel it in the back of my throat, and I went out anyway, and then I just, you know, I drank some orange juice the next day, and then I was fine. I never got, I never even got a cold. I just, oh, what's wrong with me? I feel like you keep on saying you're not going to get sick. No, you're but going to get really I sick. I said this happened, uh, like, I, I believe in this karma luck. No, but I, I, this, this same conversation happened... Like, a year ago, I was telling somebody this. I'm like, I just never get sick. Like, are you going to get sick now? And it was like, I didn't get a cold for, like, eight months after that. Lucky man. I guess so. I guess we also learned... Yeah, yeah you should leave work. And yeah. not, only, not even for your own safety, but for the safety of others. Mm-hmm. And if your manager won't let you leave, what you are should they quit. Do? Yeah. Or, or just say, like, no, I don't, I, wouldn't, I don't like to quit, but I, would, I need to go. I need to so leave. So you need to yeah. understand this. Yeah. And uh, I guess you probably shouldn't... Take geometry, because then you'll get confused if you get sick. I never had to read flatlanded geometry, and I'm glad that I didn't. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that good. And my friend Dana, who's the math genius who never tried in school, but was, you know, he's the, the guy building satellites, he hated it too. He thought, he was in your class, I believe, actually. I think you guys were talking about it. You had the same teacher at the very least. Yeah, I knew some class before he just out-mathed uh, me later in the high school career. He actually did one of the most impressive things in a math class, and I, this was in geometry, I think it was Mrs. Friedenson. Is that I never had her, but um, yeah, he did a handstand, then a quadruple <laughs> flip, yeah. and then a triple sow cow, followed by a lutz. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was only a double lutz, but he landed it. <laughs> well, what he did, he actually did. It was one of those. You know how geometry is. They give you these kind of logic problems, and it's like if you know that this side is this and this angle is that, then how far is this, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. There was one of them where he looked at it and he wrote. Answer impossible to determine. And the thing is, like, technically the way she taught it in the class, you could have figured it out. But he saw a flaw in it, which made it technically not true. Like, basically, like, well, this angle would have to be this, and that means this can't be real kind of thing. I don't know how he just saw it. And she's like, well, that's, that's not true. Like, all these other kids got the answer right. Then he went up on the board and drew out why the question was impossible. And basically wow. the teacher was just like, oh. 
Fuck. And this is the kid That's who didn't the, do his the homework. Exact uh, same story, and a, but a, sort of like an opposite of the beginning of Rushmore. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was real. And this is the kid who didn't ever do his math homework because his logic was like, "Well, the homework's more of practice, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get an A on the test, so I don't really need to do it." And the thing is, that logic is sound. It's like that really is the reason. Though otherwise, it's just yeah, busy I don't know, Jim. Now. I don't know if we should be teaching these kids that lesson though at this point. Well, you know, you should do your homework, but, you know, and he didn't, well, he's also the kid who didn't care about grades. He already knew he was going to go to UNH. He's like, get in there with a C average, easy, I don't care. And he's like, so, like, he's like, I'm going to get, I get like a 90 or, or higher in every test. If I don't do the homework, I'm still going to class. I mean, at worst case, I'll get an 85 in the class. Fuck it. That's fine. I'd rather have my hour every night. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, okay. And he tried to explain to so many teachers and they got so mad at him, but he's like, well, I'm not going to do the homework. So like, you don't. It's fine if you're mad. I'm just telling – I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just don't want to do it. And I, frankly, I don't need to. So I don't – what a dick. But, you, but you know – I would have uh, – He was my hero. That was great. Yeah. I still did the homework. So, I was yeah. afraid to have bad grades. I still wanted to try, you know. I, the thing is I couldn't even do the homework. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so he, bad is not a, not a mind for math. Yeah, he was far and away like not the, not the smartest kid I've ever known but – one of the smartest with math. And he's like one of those street smart kind of guys too, you know. He kind of, you know, mugging people. Yeah, yeah, he knows, yeah. Knows, knows the right time to take their iPods. He would also know to swim diagonally when drowning. Yes. <laughs> not, not directly hit he the would know that well, He would definitely know no, that. I, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, you knew that, yeah. So I guess everybody would know that. <laughs> so Dana, hello, if you're listening. You're probably busy building stuff though. You don't have time for our tomfoolery and shenanigans. No. No, don't have to. Don't, doesn't doesn't wouldn't even want to listen to it. I'm not sure he would want to. Yeah, I don't think he would like to do. But those of you who do like to listen, thank you. Yeah, or or the people who listen and might not like it. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you for for giving it a chance. Yeah. So um, yeah, check us out. We have the Facebook page. You can search for it. We got the the Twitter. It's Old Man Podcast. We got the email. Old Man on the Mountain at Gmail. Mm -hmm. There's a Tumblr set up. With... oldmanonthemountain.tumblr.com Yes, it just says sub subscribe, give us a rating, tell your friends, and thank you for listening once again. Yes. And uh, we'll be back next week with a, a very exciting guest, and uh, I, I, I hope you'll join us. I, I, I hope you do too. Alright. Appreciate it. Mm, sure, appreciate it. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye.